1: For 20% off your first system.
2: We're still living in good times, ladies and gentlemen. The international window hasn't closed just yet. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name is Marcus Speller. Jim Cavill's here. Konnichiwa. And Pete Donaldson. Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. World Cup qualification time, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's back. Mm. It is back, and England are still there. <laughs> They're well on course. quite literally still there. Well the on. course. are recording. Yeah, we're recording right after full time. We watched it. We on it. on the middle of the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Wembley. Uh, Luke hated um international football. The, the international football break last week. That so he just thought, "Sod it, I'm not turning yeah. up." He crossed the channel. <laughs> Did he he's, went- in a, he's in Atlanta. It's Some kind of Comic Con, I think. He went to a country. Crossed the w- channel. Yeah.
1: Well, the big channel. The big,
2: the, the, big old, the big old Atlantic Channel. He went across the Atlantic to get to Atlanta. Where is Atlanta? <laughs> it's, it's somewhere it in France. France but in yeah, France? Okay, France okay. Don't worry about <laughs> it. I should say so, yeah. Uh, we'll come on to the French in a bit, eh? Mm. Have a bit of fun mm. with that one. Okay. Uh, but before that enormous dollop of fun, uh, what about this piece of fun? England beat Slovakia 2-1, ladies and gentlemen. Put them to the sword. <laughs> Southgate's...
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Southgate yeah. sword. Skewered them. It's a double-edged sword, Jim. It, at my it, goodness. It looked, it it looked like they're the... legs were
1: sods in the first (laughs) half.
2: Just janky shots, janky passes. Mm. Love it! Gareth Southgate spoke before the match about a desire to see his side excite the fans at Wembley. Uh, When we turned up to the studio to record, I said, ''Do you know what, Jim?'' This actually, it's a bit of, bit of meat. I'd love to see him excite the fans at Wembley. <laughs> well, not, not literally. <laughs> or whoever was there. Go around every seat. But uh, no, I, I said, Jimmy, this this, there's a bit of meat on these international
0: bones for this one. It's, and and mm. you
2: said, I couldn't care less. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, it, if, if I'm completely anymore. honest, is sometimes how England make me feel, though, when I'm approaching a game. Obviously, I want them to win. But you know, you're not sort of like, I don't know, you're not necessarily as excited and pumped for a game as you might be. God, I bloody was. Well, well qualification
1: off. for England is always fair on the easy side, I guess. No, but you, this time they have made it a little bit more difficult for themselves, to exactly. a exactly.
2: And And as you said, when Slovakia scored, and we all went, yeah... That 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 seems about yep. right. You said that's probably the best thing that could happen.
1: Exactly. Otherwise, you would have seen out nil nil to half time. No, and You wanted Slovakia looked... to win. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted Sunderland to win. <laughs> yeah, I mean
2: England would only lose at some point. Yeah. so get out exactly. of the way. Eh? But it, but it was it was a, a qualification match. Apart from the obvious ones against Scotland, particularly the one at Hamden, yes. because you know the old enemy and all mm. that kind of stuff. Even though a lot of people maybe don't care, but a lot of people do. Uh, th- th- actually, this was. Ha- was reasonably meaty as it goes yeah, for the no, qualification, a game. which is why England uh, qualification campaigns, yes, we sometimes think, oh, that's good, we've got a fairly easy, a more straightforward group mm. when you look at some of the other teams. You know, Spain are a side, I think, I'm pretty sure they are, and they get Italy. You know, England yeah, never yeah. get a side who you think, oh, they could really push England. Slovakia, I know England really laboured to a 1-0 win away under big Sam Allardyce. Mm. It's which,
0: mad to think that that was this qualifying campaign isn't it yeah
2: well, it, well surely England now will get to Russia they only need one point from their final two games they're at home to Slovenia and away to Lithuania for crying out loud so Big Sam Allardyce does take some of the credit <laughs> for what we see in a front of A pint of, us. of credit <laughs> yeah. in, a, in a hotel bar no doubt um, uh, where was I going with this oh yes um, and so uh, I, I think that Big Sam should get the points um, <laughs>
1: get the no. points but accept them with a, uh, a
2: serviette over his face <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but Slovakia know how to play against England. We saw that in the Euros yeah. when, the, when they drew 0-0 and they were very, very close. It was that fortuitous Adam Lallana goal in mm. deep into injury time. Slovakia started the game, and I think they thought to themselves, do you know, England it didn't really create that much against them. They thought, we can bloody have a go at these. And yeah. for the first 20 minutes or however, Slovakia were on
0: the front foot and playing mm. some nice football. I think the thing with England sometimes as well, is, particularly if you get an early goal, is um, you can let them kind of become their own worst enemy... For a bit, do you know what I mean? Just sort mm-hmm. of just stand off them a bit, let them have the ball, just put up, put up a wall. Yeah. See if, if see if they can probe and if they've got anything. And and often, sadly, the case is they don't. And then they get frustrated and they sort of lose their heads a little bit, or not necessarily lose their heads, but kind of run out of ideas. But luckily, uh, we we got the breakthrough with the, the Eric Dyer goal. And it, it's, we've seen this so many times with England. They get back into the game, and you, you just sense they'll win it. Then it's that it's that sense of panic mm. that 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 kind of idea that oh, we might mess this up. And I don't know whether this is us projecting that onto the team. Mm. Um, but but it certainly feels that way a lot. Well,
1: they certainly look very nervy in the first mm. 10, 20 minutes. There were just so many errant passes and weird things happening. It was like when you start a video game and you've not made the controller the right settings. You've gone alternate instead of new <laughs> yeah. or whatever. You, and you, you got like, Pro like, oh, Evo control for FIFA. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I expected that to be a shot. <laughs> it seemed to be I just booted the the, the ball up in the air. Yeah,
0: mm. right the, sim- the simple, simple giving that. the finger.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Deli Ali did do a finger he at one did. point. That was a lot of fun. We should to probably see.
0: clarify that he you know he he his finger. He raised his than finger. Did a finger. Did What's he raise mean?
1: his finger in anger? It looked like he was um, very much being very jovial with it, okay. waving it around with wanton abandon. But it was mm. definitely a, a, an up yours. That's
2: fine. Well, Thank there was you very much. There was a, a, a bit of a, a Spurs contingent as there often is in mm. this England side, and they and they won at Wembley. So well done to them. <laughs> but uh, Deli was was quite crucial in the first half because yeah. Slovakia getting that early goal. We see England. We've seen England over the years when they go goal behind, and they got nervy as they mm. did. Some of their play wasn't as fluid as it might. But yes, there was the odd move here and there. But you thought this could be. Turn into one of those potential disasters. Well, had...
1: well like Ali and also the Ox as well. He just kind of spent most of his time just charging into the D and going. I'm the enforcer. Yeah. I'm the enforcer. I'm going to take the ball off and then yeah. hammer w- the ball. I, will, the play th- play the I will play down the middle. I will play down the middle and I will
2: hammer that ball at the defender's legs yeah. and not score a goal. Yeah, yeah. He, and he kept on doing that. Bless <laughs> him for the whole game. And I like that
0: kind of perseverance. <laughs> but uh, he does need to have a little bit more guile sometimes <laughs> and going mm. forward. But Klopp will get that out of him yeah. surely. Yeah. Yeah. But well, okay, Ali go. does have guile though, doesn't? He can does. unpick a lock, and that that really was telling. And it was, you know, well done, Delhi. Yeah, well done. Important indeed. That we had him. Indeed. Well,
2: England, as I say, beginning to look nervous. But as you say, Jim, Delhi Ali looks like one of those players. He could develop into one of those England players where you think, ah, maybe we can hang our Saint George's crosses on him. Do you know what I mean? In, yeah. in the way that years ago, some of us are old enough to remember when Alan Shearer was an England international, and, and less so, obviously, in terms of years, David Beckham. But further back, when you think of the likes of Paul Gascoigne and so on. They knew what yeah, to do when your they were winners. It, well, exactly. They, they knew what to do when wearing an England shirt. And you could argue for the large part Wayne Rooney did. Maybe at certain tournaments not, but that was a collective effort, I would, I would probably argue. Daly Alli could be one of those players, because sometimes when you look at that England team, you think, OK, Harry Kane, yeah, he's scoring a few goals at International, that's good, hopefully he'll become one of those players as well, but Dele Alli, I think the first half looked like, no, come on, lads, mm. we're not going to get nervous, we're not going to give this up, we're going to dig in here, and uh, and they got their award with, through the calf, I think it was, of, of, uh, yeah. of Eric Dyer. Yeah, we absolutely. then went on a, a one-man mission to try and get a booking, and and, and, and he earned that booking <laughs> yeah, after about it, seventy-two it, it could minutes, have had three or four bookings. Yeah, you got to say I, the referee was very
1: lenient. <laughs> I think I think after he'd had that book, booking, he was like, "I should have got that booking way quicker. Yeah. I'm going to really okay, see yeah, really where really the boundaries one. are."
2: Yeah, can I get a red card? And if it wasn't for the referee, can I fly a missile
1: over <laughs> Japan? He's thinking, oh, <laughs> "Can I?" Peter.
2: Just testing boundaries. Politics is not for this show. Mm, okay. I think it is. All right, fair enough. Well, we'll come on to that in, perhaps when we talk about Hungary. Mm. Um, but uh, with uh, England, where were we? Oh yes. Um, uh, Delhi Ali Foot. oh, that was the decision. Uh, Kyle Walker should have been sent off.
0: Yeah, I think he got very lucky with, from the ref's point of view, I think he thought, um, I, th- I think he almost thought that... The, the, the defender's foot, which which st- kind of stumbled on the ball, was was Walker's foot, and it looked like he'd made a really clean challenge. But in fact, <laughs> he just knocked him onto
1: the ball. I think as soon as he saw the referee without a card in his hand, he thought, "I've got away with it." Yeah. <laughs>
2: I said he was lucky there. He was fortunate, because you know, sending off, England would have gone in. But they went in at one all. And in the second half, actually, England then put the pressure really they on looked, Slovakia. They
1: looked a lot more assured, yeah. I think, and they looked a lot more relaxed. Will they...
2: a half-time team talk from Gareth Southgate do well, Apparently be, so.
1: Well, to be honest, I sort of said that. At the time, I said, look, the, the, these players are, look so nervy. And if you want this calming, ritalin, in human form, yeah. Gareth Southgate... <laughs> He's there for you. He will calm you down. Maybe what
0: he does is just shows them that pizza advert, uh, pizza advert he was in, and just goes, "Do you want this to be you? (laughs) Mm. This could be any any one of you. This could happen to."
2: (laughs) Is that not what puts the fears in England players though? Well, well, they'll be the one. Yeah, like penalty shootouts. Why are England so? riddled with fear with penalties because I don't want to be the one and when yeah. you start thinking I don't want to mess up what normally happens is the mess need up. they have a need to avoid failure mm. rather than a need to achieve sometimes when it comes mm. to such situations Peter
1: I, I think Gareth um, before the match sounded quite he's been quite spicy he did like a joke about Yaya Tori and his he birthday did. cake and stuff like that did he? Yeah. I thought he was qu- yeah he sort of said because it was his birthday over the weekend the He sort of said, did you have a nice <laughs> did you have a nice birthday Gareth Thank and he was like yeah I had, I, I had a cake I had a cake and uh, well, I mean, uh, actually, no. He said I didn't have a cake, but luckily I didn't have Yatora around me. And then he apologized for
0: insulting Yatora. Uh, he it, rolled it back. God, he's had that material knocking about for years, hasn't he? <laughs> it's got to be from the after dinner circuit. Like, oh, still got it. Going to roll <laughs> it out. Make sure it still works.
1: But I, he, made, he made a big play about talking about the fibre of the squad the, the, in previous generations, his generation, mm-hmm. uh, for example. I loved. I, I would have liked to name names to be honest, but obviously that would be incredibly un- unprofessional. He sort of said that a lot of players didn't turn up. Uh, we selected this amount of players we got this amount of players and we're really happy with that. England players want to play for England. It's
0: amazing that that, that's ever the case, isn't it? That a player would get a call up and not go because that's (laughs) that's what he was intimating and and apparently this this squad is apparently unusual in that they all turn up. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, what I would say is that you're probably, with that
1: squad, they are quite a young squad so I imagine managers are going, look, I reckon the the,
2: uh, experience might be good for my players so send them away. And agents getting them in the window. In the (laughs) the shop window or the transfer window, of course. But I think uh, when, when you... You say about people not turning up there were a few high profile cases of people maybe turning down international call ups yeah. and funnily enough in the media recently Chris Sutton came out and said didn't he that he was a bit petulant because he was, he was chosen for England B yeah. and he felt that uh, he should have been chosen for, for the the senior side of mm. course now he did have a Premier League uh, winner's medal or premiership as it was then under his belt
0: and formed a very good partner with, partnership with Alan Shearer so you can yeah. understand his frustration I, I, do, I certainly do see it from, from Sutton's point of view I think we do you remember we, I mean we were young at the time we all wanted to see the SAS up front for England and we <laughs> never got to see it well, mean, we had then, our own SAS we're sharing, yeah, <laughs> but, um, which was probably better yeah <laughs> oh, absolutely but you, you know it, it was a shame that they never got a chance at it um, but you know it's, it's still a petulant thing but I, so, I sort of see it from a young Chris Sutton's point of yeah, view and have kind have of understand the you know, the climb down from old grumpy maybe, Chris Sutton, a
1: young Chris Sutton with joy in his heart. Imagine I mean, that. Do reckon he
2: did though? See, he, I don't know. Oh, could this? that have been the moment? Uh, maybe that's the it. Maybe the misery <laughs> turned him <laughs> the into England the crouch we bee. know. Yeah, the England B uh, call up was what tipped him over the edge. He's, he's <laughs> obviously
0: seen it as a call down in a
2: way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe he has. I, I don't know. But um, when, when we were talking last time. Uh, last week on the preview show about uh, Tim Vickery's column when he or, or article about South American players they mm. always go even if they're just going to sit on the bench they'll travel pretty much 24 hours mm. to go and do that and I forgot to mention at the time but Ryan Giggs couldn't be bothered to go from Manchester to Cardiff
0: could
2: he? <laughs> 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 he's, absolutely he's now pundit in on the England games he could yeah. have got an Uber there not, even... <laughs> not in those days he couldn't not in those days no cried out down, a Peter. taxi yeah, there An Old Trafford taxi. Um, but Gareth Southgate was also uh, outraged. It's it's fair to use that word, that, that people have been claiming that uh, the players lack pride when mm. playing for England. And Jim, you said something, we were discussing this during the game, funnily enough, because people often say they don't want it, they don't care, but sometimes they want it too much to the point of that fear creeps in as well.
0: Yeah, well, Southgate himself said that sometimes um, you'd, you'd feel it on the pitch where, like, maybe you, you, you stretched for a ball and you didn't quite make it, and it wasn't because you weren't trying, it was just that the, a game like that is at such an intensity that... Actually, it, it takes up a lot of energy, so mm. it burns off a bit quicker. And it, it, actually, you're busting a gut, and it has this weird effect of making it look like you're not trying that hard. How yeah. dare he suggest that pride doesn't equal God?
1: Oh, no, <laughs> How dare? Has he
0: learned nothing? Gareth Southgate, the England manager. Yeah. We've
1: got to stand for something. If we don't stand for that, what do we stand for, Marcus? I have
0: no idea, Pete, it's, it's disrespectful to Alf Ramsey, isn't it? <laughs> and the three lions. <laughs> All of them. Exactly. Yeah. Each of those lions. Yeah. Uh, have
2: it, they got names? I th- should They probably do. They're all called Cecil.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Cecil, Tony, and I'm trying to think of a famous tiger. Okay. Lion.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's gone well, hasn't it? I mean, you're a former zookeeper, should you? You should do this.
1: (laughs) That's why I was fired. <laughs> have you have you put a bath mat on that lion, <laughs> tiger? Shit!
2: Is it accurate to say that you were a former zookeeper? Obviously not a current one, but no. Zookeeper is that? I too was strong? allowed in the zoo for free
1: every day. <laughs> Fifty pounds a week. I got paid. <laughs> and I gave him £50 pounds worth of work, I tell you. How long yeah. did
2: you have to stay in your cage for about the day three? <laughs> ah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you see. Uh, Southgate also said that... Um, no, no, this wasn't Southgate, it was Eric Dar, sorry. He said that there's a wide variety of clubs represented at England, so there aren't the, the cliques that there used to be yeah. back in in the days when you'd have the Liverpool clique, the Manchester United clique, and so on and so forth. And uh, with a lot of new faces and young players coming in, a few older heads, actually, that, um, that, that obviously represent England nowadays. I think Gary Cahill was saying... That when he joined the England setup a number of years ago, that there was older players around and mm-hmm. there was a fewer younger players, and you kind of got in line with the vibe of what was going on. Uh, I on one of the on the latest Acast Plus special where I talked to. Um, Kevin Gallagher mm. he talks of, of Alan Shearer I think at Newcastle like having his own table and apparently right. that would be the case with England like Shearer and his mates would have his own table when you'd go in for dinner and so on and so other England managers of, and other managers of, of other clubs you know this is the bane of often managers careers yeah. is trying to Get rid of the cliques mm. uh, and so on, as we mentioned before. And Jimmy
1: Vardy went in and punched down you
2: know, <laughs> uh, whoever whoever <laughs> the strike strikers at the time. Uh, he's doing uh, guy yeah. in prison. <laughs> Jamie Vardy's given <laughs> his own table. Nobody <laughs> wants to, <laughs> to sit next to him. Uh, but but Dyer reckons that you know it's a good thing there's not the, the, the cliques and so on that, that uh, exist at the moment. One man who was very good at bringing them all together, of course, was uh, Mr. Goran Eriksson. But uh, let's move on from that. United by boobies. at <laughs> yeah. hey, this porno I've got? That's what he's like. To be fair, under Eriksson... To be he was sexy. To be fair, <laughs> to be fair under Eriksson, England, the England cap was actually quite united. There was, there was How less do you know, Marcus? Because I've read books <laughs> okay. around this. All right.
0: Um, Very but, underwhelming uh, books. Uh, anyway. <laughs>
2: Southgate also said that he liked uh, Marcus Rashford's, Rashford's mentality. Mm. He's uh, he's he's a he's a good young player, of course, and he's atti- he comes across that he's got the right attitude. And my if goodness... finishing. <laughs> well, I know it was a good one this
1: time round. but... Who um, scored the winning goal? Yeah. Who scored the winning goal? Right, that was good, but answer he had a stinker question. earlier on, Would you and he's had a stinker in the past. past.
0: What do you mean stinkers He had a, a stinker against Swansea. Well, that's um, not for England. I know, but he's right. still had a stinker against Swansea. Still <laughs> got to put them away, hasn't he, if he's going to be consistent? <laughs> yeah. And did he put it away? Not he against this time. <laughs> Are we talking about Sprender? He now? tried to dig it, <laughs> it on Fabianski. I'm not having it. Marks yeah. Rashford. It was. It was a great
2: goal, and and he is now filling that role that kind of Danny Welbeck did. We, we likened him to Welbeck before. In, in in the case that he's probably not front and centre number nine material in, mm. in, in what you're alluding to with the, the lack of finishing and the lack of goals but actually shooting from distance is perhaps a fortef, is he had a cracking shot that hit the post for Manchester United yep. he looks quite deadly uh, and, and my goodness for England he, he, what a goal he got and it was the winning goal well mm. he has been criticised this season uh, for not being able to put the, put the ball away but I do think he's just been hanging
1: around in the England squad with Rashford too much <laughs> sorry uh, with well, Welbs because obviously at club level he can't find the net but in England, England level he can really uh, he's got a decent goal record a bit like Peter Crouch, a bit like Peter Crouch, exactly. But we got we've got these players that can somehow um, lift themselves for the national team. Very but few of those but players, all, yeah. But they're all in like forward positions. We could do with someone who can
2: sit back in uh, in in front of the defense and kind of pull the strings a little bit. but, but we just have, have liked kind of England have liked to play like that for I yeah. mean, during the game when when Slovakia at times were, were getting on top of England in that first kind of half an hour or whatever it was, I thought for the for the love of a uh, Sergio Busquets or mm. a Mascherano or, or, or a
0: Chavi or something, do you know what I mean? A player who even a Xavi
2: well, because, <laughs> no, because Busquets and Masturana... I know what you're saying. Yeah, OK. Um, th- that type of player that, that would anchor that midfield. Uh, and England haven't had a, mm.
0: a really good anchor for a while. Which, as we were saying before, like you even get this when you play five aside. you know you get you get a sense sometimes that there's one player in the midfield either on your team or, the, or on the other team that is in charge of it mm. you know the person that is really sort of marauding around and, and bossing that and is, is you know the player to beat and uh, as you say England haven't had someone that instills that sort of confidence in you for a while mm. still won though didn't we we did, did.
1: Scarlett we... didn't stamp on anyone <laughs> No, we got right, away <laughs> um, but he, he'd been wearing like a hairnet all week because he busted bust his head and for mm. was he for, for, Bibachi? for Bibachi? Mm. Uh he busted head in, in, in Turkey and he um, been wearing like a mad kind of um, hairnet. Like a satanic I was really looking like, forward to that, yeah.
2: Oh, why are you wearing a hairnet? Because I want to be as badass as Martin. Because you've been kooking, haven't you? Mm, been kooking. Uh, but yeah, England are top of the group with 20, 20 points. They've got Slovenia at home next and then Lithuania away. I think a point in any of the, in those mm. two games will, will do them. So England's yeah. surely going to top On the, the group. to Russia. But England have done Scotland a favour, as they so often have throughout <laughs> history. Um, especially with the EU referendum, of course. <laughs> um, and uh, in Scotland, uh, they're, they're up there. They're, they're one point uh, behind Slovakia. Uh, but Slovenia in in the hunt as well, uh, so 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 don't uh, count them out as well. So England could do Scotland another favour if they, mm. they when they play Slovenia at home. But Scotland play uh, Slovakia uh, at home, and then they're away to Slovenia. So Scotland have got two huge games coming up. Uh, but they they got a good win away to Lithuania, and it I is. know. It's a game they should be winning. You know, Lithuania are, are only above uh, Malta at the bottom of the group. But that's the kind of game Scotland have coughed and spluttered. Absolutely, that's the often past. been the problem, isn't mm. it? It's the
0: games... You worry for Scotland when you look at the games that they should win, because yeah. they, they, they've dropped points in the past.
2: And they look very commanding in that game. Rob, Robertson scored a, oh, oh, scored
0: a great pinch.
2: goal. After
1: um, After that match, apparently 2,000 people bought tickets to the Malta match. Like, in the hours
2: after but they beat Lithuania. Buzz. Yeah, there's, there's a, a bit, bit of, of a buzz. And, and there of be, of a buzz. And, well, there was a bit of a buzz when Lee Griffiths scored that first free kick against England. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were nearly off their heads when he got the second, you know. And, 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 and Kane, cal- Kane uh, calmed it all down. But that point, though, that they got against England was, was huge for them. And actually, mm. Scotland, it, you know, it was, it was t- I think, towards the end of last year, was it? When they when they lost 3-0 uh, back-to-back to, to uh, Slovakia and, and England. I mean, in, in that game against England, they actually started OK without going over unnecessary old territory but England ran out comfortable winners they didn't look solid you know again we used to say this about Scotland learn from Northern Ireland who we'll talk about you know after the break the the green machine yeah let's get gutsy exactly you know and 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 so Scotland they they have a bit of a a bit of momentum now to take them into their next game so it'd be great if they could finish second in that group to have England, Scotland, possibly even uh, uh, Wales and and, and Northern Ireland. Do yellows get kind of wiped away after this round of competition? I
1: presume it does, yeah. Yeah, Because if they've got a lot of bands on on the horizon, if they get one more yellow. Because I thought this match uh, against uh, against Malta, we'd see more yellow cards, but we didn't. So
0: well done, Scotland. I also (laughs) like what Strachan said ahead of the game, which was that he he did have those five players. And you think, you know, Scotland, again, they should beat Malta. But Strachan said, I don't want to take those chances, basically. So I'm going to put my best team out. It's Mm. up to those players to sort of just, you know, give their all, but um, be sensible in terms of not kicking balls away and getting angry and stuff mm. like that. And I, I like that he's, you know, he's gone big there. Mm. But it, it Strachan was very
2: honest as well when he talked about where Scotland were in the group. And he said, I would like to have more points. That's our fault. <laughs> oh, correct. Right, uh, yeah, correct. Uh, honest. You can't blame the opposition for beating you. No. Well, really. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it depends who they are, yeah, blame is the
2: wrong word, I don't know what you mean. So, yeah, indeed, yeah. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about Wales and Northern Ireland after this.
1: Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you.
2: see Wayne getting involved I saw him last week slapping a wrestler I'm thinking why is he getting involved in all that nonsense absolutely right Mm. oh Peter hang on a minute you've got something to say
1: I'm Jock Stone from the criminally unloved TV show The Hurricanes. I'm a no-nonsense Scotsman whose main priority is football. And I want everyone to know that I'm going to be watching the Football Ramble Theatre Show in King's Cross, London on Friday 15th of September. Yeehaw! Next Friday, what a way to start your weekend. Get your tickets from thefootballramble.com forward slash news. That's thefootballramble.com forward slash news. That's thefootballramble.com forward slash news. I didn't think you were going to say that. No. Um, but well, that I... wasn't me. It was Jock from the Hurricanes. Yeah. <laughs> who changed accent inexplicably
0: <laughs> halfway through well, that. Well, he had to show his range, didn't he? Exactly. Wh- whichever actor played him.
2: Someone might be listening. Luke goes away for one show. Normally he does the oh, play. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pete-, Pete uses
0: it for a voiceover showreel. Ha, <laughs>
2: You're listening.
1: Football manager, new, new uh, <laughs> edition on the horizon, guys, I'm just saying.
0: You're an absolute
2: disgrace. Then, uh, so. yeah. Um But before we get into that, do some correspondence, damn you. All right, then. You got want me to talk some odds, yeah, right? <laughs> I want the listeners to talk more, and they're going to have to use you as a medium.
1: Uh, well, there's been some extended highlights of the week this week, because uh, we are short on motor mouth. so let's let's, let's <laughs> bolster what, our output with a little bit of extended highlights of the week. Uh, ben Grogan spotted Keggy in a garden centre eating avocado, prawn and toast. lovely oh, oh, wow.
0: Fantastic. Any mishaps? Surely that's only the beginning of the story Presumably
1: he was just having a cup of tea to settle down after a uh, chainsaw yeah. incident or <laughs> He slipped on some nails. I think he yeah. put
0: his foot in a plant pot on the yeah.
1: way out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tom Byfield, uh, Uruguay uh, brought on a defensive midfielder in their nil-nil draw with Argentina in the 68th minute and he didn't get a single touch of the ball. He did manage to give away two fouls, however. <laughs> I just can't imagine what type of role he was p- deployed in. Hashtag hatchet, man. Uh,
2: Tom- Uruguay, sorry, I've got a, Uruguay <laughs> I've got a couple of b- perfect plays for that role. <laughs> yeah. When they when they fought their way to the Copper America win, not that long ago. Oh, I love it. Don't
1: Absolutely boys. love it. Uh, Tom Driscoll says uh, that he attended a Jim Campbell gig at the weekend turns out he's actually funny yeah, well that's well, um, oh, oh, oh.
0: Oh, <laughs> I don't know how to take that <laughs> you take it you take yeah. it good sunshine thank you Tom
1: another highlight of the week comes from Karam Solomon uh, Mesut Ozil looking at the hornet's nest that is the Arsenal debate and thinking to himself I wonder what happens to a roundhouse kick that which I quite like. Uh, Bill Brycroft says, uh, listening to the On the Continent show, never heard of it, and thinking every time Marcus said the word mention, that if this was the football ramble, he'd have said mench instead. Very, very, professional. very disciplined, Marcus. Very
2: disciplined, Marcus. Horses for courses.
1: A pod- mm. That bo- bo- podcast is full wait, of mentions. I can, I can defend and go forward. <laughs> you can indeed. Uh, Peter Gierpassmore, Harry Redknapp, giving his opinion that the World Cup qualifiers will represent a dead fortnight and that he can't wait for the return of the Premier League. This is all well and good. If he wasn't that manager of a club already struggling in the championship, maybe could you, you'd be using this dead fortnight to work on fixing that. Uh, Sam Cooper, more of a lawlike, but a kid came into the shop I work in with a Chelsea shirt and a West Ham jacket. Is the game gone? Ooh, I like
0: that. <laughs> It'll uh, annoy Danny Dyer. Yeah. It would annoy Danny Dyer. <laughs> I think I'm trying to think: is it a dig at either of them? Is there some? <laughs> I don't what know. happens? What does that make? I you? don't know. They're trying um, to make a super team.
1: Plenty of uh, highlights in the uh, game for Grenfell Match. It's a lot of fun. That was. That's yeah, like a it lot was of fun. Great to see uh, Les Fernand nearly scoring a goal. Oh. Uh, a nice turn and uh, Finn, but uh, Jose, Jose Mourinho got a hand in to it.
0: goal. Jose Mourinho was mm. indeed that was in the highlight goal, of but, the whole. You were time yeah. But for Thomas. He's I love it. It's a he's proper pantomime villain. Marcus
1: he, has been like waxing little about how good he looked in net, and I'm not having it. I didn't think he did anything better than you, mate.
2: Better than me. well, that's he's fair. Do 54 year old right. Jose Mourinho. <laughs> he, but you look at Mourinho, and I know he had a, he had a, a a mild crack at professional football, and mm. then it turned out that he, he figured out very early on. Do you know, I'm better at telling others what to do. And my <laughs> he was correct about that. But uh, he he look, as I say, he's not one of the managers that you think about uh, in terms of, oh, I bet he could still play a bit and so mm. on and so forth. I thought very, very nimble, very,
0: very agile for a man and he's well into his 50s. Well, looks I, I, looks like th- I think might be, you yeah. might be being harsh on people in their 50s. I'm sure a lot of them are nimble mm-hmm. and agile. No, but uh, I'm talking specifically about Jose Mourinho. Well, David
1: okay. Seaman must be cracking on. and Leo, who was at the game, says that uh, he came over uh, during the halftime break, uh, David Seaman that is, sign autographs for many young fans and when finishing up someone asked him for a selfie to which the big man said in his sticky Yorkshire accent oh I don't do that but I'll shake your hand <laughs> which I quite like <laughs> I don't do selfies I don't do selfies oh, oh. yeah um, uh, Felipe Melo uh, I think what, Instagram for- what what it is this from Felipe Melo. <laughs> from Felipe Melo. <laughs> no, this is this is from mate. This is my highlight of the week. Oh. Um he instagrammed a picture of his bedroom, right? And in the background, you can clearly see a framed picture of him punching a penaroth player. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, <laughs> himself punching a player. <laughs> That that is, that's in his that,
0: bedroom. That is a heated derby. Yeah, incredible um, stuff. Absolutely really wonderful. I've got one from Charlie Platt here, which says the director of Ghanaian team Hearts of Oak had some strong mm. words about referee Prince Amoa following a three-three draw with Aduana Stars. He said Prince Amoa is a disgrace to Ghana football. I will be surprised if he's not banned for life. His family should disown him because he's a disgrace to them too. This morning, what I will tell him is that he will not progress in life. His family will agree with me. <laughs> Strong words. Bloody wow! Nora. Not mincing his words, is he? He's going to get an FA
1: ban, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> to a
2: certain extent. Pa- hearts of steel, more like, mm. Jim.
1: Uh, well, do, do you want one final one? Yeah. yeah. Nicholas Gould says uh, that he he, he, well, he points out that Sergio Ramos's kid looks a little bit like Ronaldinho, Barca legend, of course, and mm. he kind of does. Check out online, it really does wow. look a little bit like Ronaldinho. <laughs> wow, what,
0: what a long-game prank.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: How dare you. Right. Timothy.
1: Are if you want to get in touch with the show, yeah. show at thefootballramble.com or uh, around about the time that we're uh, collating these, uh, Monday afternoon or uh, Thursday afternoon, uh, head on over to the Facebook wall and we'll uh, we'll note about, be uh, asking for your nominations for highlights of the week. More like Monday morning and Thursday morning. What did I say?
2: You said it wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, bring back <laughs> the other one, the yeah. airy one. <laughs> <laughs> Bring Isn't that me? Oh, right, OK. <laughs> Again, wrong. You're a little hairy boy. Oh, I see. <laughs> He's uh, a big hairy man. Speaking of little boys, Ben Woodburn. Uh, yes. got a goal. Yeah. A
0: star is born. Wales 1, Austria nil. What a goal. Are you trying to heap pressure on him there? Gary's born! (laughs) Yeah. Didn't Gareth, um, Gareth, didn't Chris Coleman sort of compare him to Gareth Bale? Oh, don't do that, straight away. (laughs) Look over the border and learn.
2: Yeah, I, I like the fact that Chris Coleman was, I I had no doubt he was going to play for Wales, because obviously he played for Wales at, at youth level quite a lot. But it's only through his grandfather. Oh, it, like it,
0: yeah.
1: I think Coleman might be assembling a classic World Cup '94 Irish squad. <laughs> well, yeah. like you've got like uh, Williams, Vaux, Carno—all born elsewhere. Yep. None of them born in the country. And um, the Welsh youth coach uh, Brian Flynn—he mm-hmm. approached uh, Williams and Vaux and Vaux in, in particular, asking basically, "Do they have any um, Welsh blood in them?" Vaux didn't even know his granddad was Welsh. Lovely, which I wow. quite like. Although Brian Flynn's like Rick um, from Rickard
2: from um, Blade Runner. <laughs> He's just gone out looking for Welsh people is that, that right? don't know they're Welsh. Let's be honest, so the, England te- the England team's similar. Mm. You know, there's a, there's a number of names there, but Ben Woodburn is... Hey? And Blade Runner, Deckard, Deckard yeah, Deckard, it is not Rick. Rick. it's
0: our Deckard, isn't it? Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. there we go. Yeah. A good reference for, <laughs> for everybody involved there. But yeah, uh, Woodburn, um, what a goal it was! a great way to announce yourself on the internet. Yeah, it, 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 it was. It was so beautiful
1: because the um, crowd was singing the Welsh national anthem, yeah. and just as they finished, he slotted on. Yeah. <gasps>
0: yeah, and it was a very composed finish. But also mm. that happened. I think that happened against Belgium as well in the Euro. So this has become a bit of a thing that they, they sing the anthem to g up the team, and it actually seems to seems to work. Yeah, it, a sort of secret it, weapon. It used to work for England.
1: Yeah, cool. Well, then the band got involved and they said,
2: shall we sing this in a major key? Nah, fuck it.
0: Pour some booze down my brass.
2: (laughs) The the chant in the 90s that used to G the England players up, or it certainly G the fans, it was, come on, England, Uh, come on, England. It doesn't work anymore.
0: If you add a droning trumpet to it, it's even worse. (laughs) We need more... Chance, yeah, we, well, we need a chance. More. We, we need some tasteful chance,
2: please, England fans. Yeah, absolutely. Even even the non-tasteful ones are too old as well. <laughs> 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 but yeah, we don't like them. Uh, of course, Wales are away uh, to Moldova than away to Georgia, mm. which. Uh, is a tricky place to go. The Irish got uh, got a, a one all draw. They probably should have had all three points. of unlucky with some of the chances. Um, top of the group, Ser- Serbia still have to go away to Ireland and Austria, so
0: all to play for. Yeah, uh, and Wales do play Ireland as well. It, it, it is. Uh, it's it's a shame to think that Wales could not could feasibly not make it to the World Cup because they yeah. they, they had such a good Euros and mm-hmm. and uh, they just feel like a sort of regular fixture at the international level now which is crazy after one successful tournament but yeah. I, I really really want to see them get there and I'm actually quite jealous of the relationship that the fans and the team seem to have you know mm. they, they, they s- have seem that with their national genuinely energise each other yeah they they they
2: absolutely do but and In and, every and spot. it's great. There's less mm. velvet rope, of course, between them and the fans. Quite. You well, that was say. the
1: thing that Karasaka said, that, that back in the day there was a bit more of a connection to the fans. And mm. I was thinking, was there? Really? <laughs> I'm think, not having
2: that. Well, relatively speaking, there was. Mm. Um, but there we are. Uh, Northern Ireland beat the Czech Republic 2-0. Um, they're brilliant, aren't they? They are. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's absolutely remarkable. Northern Ireland have only conceded, I think, two goals in the whole qualifying campaign. They've got seven clean sheets... Out of eight matches, what the worry with them was going to be? Can they score? Of course, but they, are. But they yeah, are. This is the but thing. Absolutely,
0: and Michael O'Neill said in the 2014 campaign, we lost the majority of games in the last 20 minutes. That doesn't happen now. Now we win them in the last 20 minutes, and that shows a changing mindset of the players and our improvement. And that, I mean, that's absolutely right, isn't it? They just they they know they can win games. Can I mm.
2: say that Michael O'Neill is is the is the UK's Jurgen Klinsmann because he doesn't actually, well, unless he's moved recently, but he doesn't actually live in Northern Ireland. Does he? know? he lives in Edinburgh. Oh. Yeah, eminently flyable. Though. <laughs> Yeah, it's not Eminence as bad here. as LA <laughs> flying in. Mm. Hey boys! Um, but yeah, he's he's uh, done such a wonderful job building on the work of his predecessors, including one Laurie Sanchez, of course. We yeah. can't mm. forget. But it's it's remarkable how the fortunes of a country can change, and, and we will we'll come on to the Dutch shortly yeah, as well. Right. But the, I know this has been said, and it's uh, it sounds like a broken record, but still, they're second in the group, only behind Germany. Uh, and Northern Ireland they beat San Marino three nil, and they persevered for that result because that could have been one of those ones where, like the French found out, of course, you know you can bombard the goal but only get away, only come away with a point rather than all three. But they, but they got it, and, and Josh McGuinness got a double. Incidentally, he nearly quit football when when he was playing as a goalkeeper for rugby. And then he could be playing in a World Cup next summer. Amazing. Never yeah. give up, kids. What a <laughs> Never <laughs> give up. Uh, but what a, what a win, though, uh, for them. Um, Germany beat Nor- in that. we we'll stay in that group for a second. Germany beat Norway 6-0. How bad are Norway at the moment? They're stinking yeah. up there, the international scene, aren't they? They really are piss poor at the moment. <laughs> They're talking about countries changing fortunes, you know, you mm, com- yellow snowball, you might <laughs> say. <laughs> Their boys took one hell of a beating. <laughs> hey, how do you like it? Hey. Um, Michael O'Neill, his side, hosts Germany next. And I love this quote he said when preparing against Germany previously. I think they lost 2 0 away in Germany, which were the only goals they've conceded uh, in, in the group. I would imagine most coaches do what I do and look for things in your opponents and try and find weaknesses. Mm. That's an obvious. Mm. You think, oh, they're a bit poor down the flanks or they're a bit soft in the centre, blah blah blah. Uh, and he said, although when we played Germany, we made things up to be honest because you can't just tell your players that the other team are fantastic. <laughs> I'd love to know what they did I, make up.
1: I think you've seen him lately. Yeah.
2: He's, he's a, a shell. You know that brilliant goalkeeper that they've got? Nah, <laughs> nah he's rubbish. <laughs> he's they, a they, hologram. They edit out all the goals when we're <laughs> In the, in the highlights package <laughs> on the Sky fake yeah. news. Yeah. Mm, very true. Mm. Um, but uh, yes, Germany, they're, they're, they're looking very good, aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> whereas. <else? laughs> um, only conceded two goals themselves, of course, in 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 qualifying. And they'll be furious about that. Uh, they will be furious. That's ruined about that. the whole campaign. One of the goals, talking of highlights of the week, one of the goals they conceded was against Czech Republic. What a dinger. It was. Yeah. Yeah hammered
1: and also it went in off the bar which yeah, that is that is just oh. but it sort
2: of flicked the bar it-
1: <laughs> that, <laughs> should,
0: that should count as like half a goal and goal difference when it's tallied up you know mm. it's it's a wonderful thing it's right? rather derisory the way it clipped the bar shouldn't it? Uh, yeah. yeah whatever you get yours <laughs> mate
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then germany went up and scored the winner and a nice header it was too lovely header it mm. was too yeah indeed yeah and then they hammered norway six nil <laughs> My uh, goodness. Speaking of clean sheets, though, France, nil, Luxembourg, nil. Yeah, well done, France, on your clean sheet. (laughs) What happened there? I love it when you get a result like this. Much much
1: like Arsenal bringing Lacazette off the bench with half an hour
2: to (laughs) go. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Did no work. (laughs) Again. Well, uh, France, they could be in the playoffs, the the way it's going. I mean, Sweden have got a couple of tricky matches, and and the Dutch are, are, are... doing their best to try and finish in the yeah. top two it's quite sad really yeah what's the, going on the
0: hammering there. they took the, the dutch hammering they took um from france i know f- <laughs> the man was, sent off yeah. but um france looked very very impressive in that game so that makes the luxembourg performance all the more surprising i mean it's not like they didn't have chances the, the, the luxembourg goalkeeper had the game of his life He's <laughs> so like 37 years old born in france yeah, as well. It, it's fair to say against luxembourg you will get chances <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: all right <laughs> but the celebrations at the end they were loving life it's fantastic i could have won it It imagine if
2: we'd have (laughs) slotted that in the corner (laughs)
0: <laughs> that felt like a victory
2: across the world. You know yeah. when like a big side messes up. I'm sure when Northern Ireland beat England, for example, you w- when you know the time in Belfast, and I was watching the game, thinking, I wish I wasn't English, not because yeah. of what happened, but like you, the the football community be celebrating. Oh, when
0: Northern Ireland beat Spain as well. Oh, that was great! It was incredible. <laughs> yeah, but it
1: was the, wonderful. The previous time France failed to beat Luxembourg in 1914, France Ferdinand was still alive, and Charles de Gaulle was in his early twenties. Wow, this is not a bad little. Uh, how parallel, is it? And they were a great duo, Ferdinand and Fertigal. <laughs> Ferdinand and <in> midfield.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wonderful. But they, they beat Belarus too recently, Luxembourg, so yeah. that's four points and they've only ever gained mm. 20 in qualifying since 1930, so I mean... The wow. Minnows are doing well. Maybe they're, maybe they're the next great footballing superpower, Marcus. Uh, probably, probably not. not.
2: Uh, but they, probably not. But their 136th uh, ranking would suggest mm. that uh, getting four points on the board is a rather good Pretty achievement. Decent. Yeah. You decent, know, So let's not hype them up just yet, um, but Yes, the, the goalkeeper jo- uh, Jonathan Jobert, as you say, Jimmy. What a what a game he had! Eighty-six caps for for Luxembourg. That'll be the best one. Mm. You would um, you would certainly imagine uh, Fran- France, uh, and Sweden. They, they are gunning for for first spot in in the group. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. The Netherlands. I mean that draw against Luxembourg has blown the group wide open you could say well maybe not wide open certainly uh, wide open for, for Sweden jar. it's a jar for the Netherlands exactly Yeah, they got a better result against Bulgaria Robin and Proper getting the goals or Proper I know it's sort of Proper because no, it's, it's, it's Proper <laughs> All right, this okay. is a football ramble <laughs> it's Sorry Davey it. Proper
1: he nearly got a perfect hat trick which annoyed me mm, it did, Why annoy, did you? annoy you because well, he didn't because he didn't because yeah, yeah, right, right. T- I said before I tweeted out the the match oh, we can have a proper proper hat trick <laughs>
2: but uh, yeah he scored one with his left and one with his head just mm. needed a right it footer wasn't to be though was it but it was a better performance by the Dutch. They played with a bit more confidence, moved the ball a bit better going forward. And this caught the, uh, this captured the imagination of Rude Hullet, who posted a video of the Dutch dressing room after the match, being very pleased with himself. And Dick Advocate, when asked about this, said, I think it's strange to have a camera in there. And when it was pointed out that it was Rude Hullet, his assistant, who did the filming, he said, that's not good, I'm going to have to talk to him about this. <laughs> Another the fact, I'm going to have to talk to him about this, Suggests that he keeps doing stuff that yeah. annoys Dick Advocat. He's, he's filming us.
0: <laughs> <rude, laughs> like covertly doing some yeah. sort of Keeping Up With The Kardashian <laughs> star reality show around TMZ. the TMZ. TMZ all it. I don't know, yeah. Oh, I, I, I didn't know that the tone of Dick
2: Advocate's voice, but I would like to think, oh, I'm going to have to talk to him about this. <laughs> <laughs> I what? really am. Um, who made him my assistant, for crying out loud? <laughs> So, uh, so there we are, yeah. But uh, the Netherlands, they're, they're struggling. I mean, they are. They've struggled since World Cup 2014. Remarkable, yeah. really. 2010, they got the World Cup final. Had a disaster in the in the Euros in 2012, mm. admittedly, and then 2014 reached the semi final and handsomely finished third. If you remember the game against Brazil, uh, but they they are struggling. And Dick Advocat is is just papering up. Well, is he even papering over the cracks? I mean, it was it was interesting what um, Van Broekelen, uh, the, the, the former Dutch goalkeeper, said when he, they, uh, Danny Blint lost his job <clears throat> excuse me, as, as Netherlands coach and he said, we had two options. We could either go for a longer-term appointment, a longer-term option, or we could try and go all out and c- get someone in who would just get us over the line to reach the World Cup. And they went for the second option. And at the moment, yeah. you think about the coaches and, and the players that Dutch football has produced and, and are producing. Look at the side... You know, Wesley Snyder, hes not the player he was, of course. Iron Robin still
0: got yeah, a lot I mean, of magic in his boots. He does, but I mean, they are quite reliant on Robin. They're from, from incredibly reliant. They, you know, that's not—that's not a great sign for the future, is it?
2: Yeah, I mean, S- uh, Silasen in goal doesn't play regularly for Barcelona. Daily Blint—you uh, know, mm. not a bad player, but not a world beater. Wijnaldum, okay, you know. But then I suppose you, you you compare them to other sides. I mean, we talked about Northern Ireland. You know, they don't have anybody playing for the likes of Manchester mm. United or Bayern or Lazio. They should be doing better. <laughs> I think that is the point, isn't it? I think so, (laughs) yes. I think that's, I think that's what we're talking about. But the Swedes are an interesting sight. They've got a great win away from home, 4-0, um, against, uh, was it Belarus, I think and uh, interestingly enough that's anyone which has retired from international football and there was talk that he might come out of international retirement presumably he's looked at the group after that yeah. Luxembourg drunk and oh I
0: fancy world <laughs>
2: cup you say that <laughs> yeah, could be quite yeah. a nice I mean, nice indeed but um, a poll that was taken in sweden suggested that most swedes don't want him to return to the um, to the international team which is which is very interesting, is interesting indeed, indeed. Yeah. perhaps that he was too talismanic, you know, of in, yeah. in, the Wayne Rooney syndrome. Clearly, he's the best goal scorer the country has produced and he's always going to be a bit of a blockbuster player and, and a lot of them hang their hats on I him. would take a talisman who can score a bicycle kick from 35 <laughs> yards.
1: <Yeah. laughs> I'd rub the, that talisman all over myself. <laughs> give Rashford a chance.
0: <laughs> do you think it's because he, he's, he's 35 and rationally they probably think we have to start making plans for afterwards?
2: Well, there's that. But I, got to give someone
0: else I experience. I don't necessarily think that. I think that they would probably think
2: to themselves if there's a player like him who actually can sort of hold up the play but unnecessary if they're, they're a bit more fluid you know sometimes mm. you see a few years ago when you saw Cristiano Ronaldo not play for Real Madrid some of the other players would come forward a bit now don't get me wrong Cristiano Ronaldo has been absolutely fantastic for that club and I'm not suggesting but when it's uh, on the international scene Ibrahimovic you take him out the um, you take him out of the pack some of those players you know come forward and actually there's a bit more fluidity Man, than the Man players. Man United scored a, a kind of few goals when he wasn't on the pitch. Exactly, yeah, there, there's more solidarity there, they play more as a, as a team perhaps, makes people step up, there, there, could be, mm. um, there could be an element of that, but Sweden play the Netherlands in their last match of the group, which could be a good one. Could be a good one. Uh, you mentioned Minnows earlier, the Minnow Derby as I've dubbed it, Faroe Islands one Andorra nil. And lovely scenes. Yeah, It's absolutely heartwarming stuff. Shows the, progr- uh, the progress of the Faroe Islands. They're on eight points in this Yeah, campaign. that's amazing.
0: It's, it's, I mean, presumably they never get near that usually.
2: Yeah, of course they don't. I mean, Faroe Islands used to, if they got a point, yeah, it was going to be like, you know, it was a, it was a national a holiday yeah. kind of thing. But eight points. And they could move up the, the pots as a result. Andorra, below them in the group in Latvia. Who, uh, it's a great shame, So I they think. could get slightly better draws next time. Indeed, I couldn't remember. Latvia qualified for a, for a European Championship. Who knows, maybe the Faroes could do it one yeah. day. Could they do it, Jim? It's very interesting to see. Let's play um, off with Norway. Indeed, indeed. win At the top of this group, it, it should be decided on the last day when Switzerland go away to Portugal. That could be a tasty one. That really could be both sides. Very winnable games before that game. The Swiss most likely, um, th- th- there'll be three points above them, so a draw would do, but Portugal have got the better goal difference. Mm. So it's all to play for, rather than head-to-head results, of course. That's not what UEFA uh, are doing uh, this year. Uh, Portugal beat Hungary 1-0 away. I was in Hungary over the weekend, and I visited one of the most beautiful stadiums I've ever been to. Which one? The Pancho Arena. Ah. Um, but it's such a shame, because if you read up about the Pancho Arena... It's, uh, it's not for, for nice reading, especially if you're a, a Hungarian citizen. Have you, do you know Viktor Orban? No. Who's the, who's the, Enlighten us. No, he's the, he's the, he's the... The leader of Hungary. Right. It's more accurate to say. Okay. shall we say? And the, how this stadium was financed has been come into question. So, is this a new stadium? It's a, it's mm, about two years old, I right. think, and uh, it's, it's it's a very small stadium. It's only about three and a half thousand, hmm. uh, which uh, is double the population of the village it's in. Oh, dear. Happ- happens to be the village where he's from. <laughs> Just put a statue up. <laughs> wow. Honestly, the, the, the house that he owns uh, in this village, it is a stone thrower. In fact, it's pissing, it, d- literally it's pissing It's a stadium distance. just in his
0: garden. Pretty much.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely shocking. It's well worth a read. If wow. you're into... Has your- he
1: got deep pockets?
2: Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> I, I, well, I've got an email about this, actually. Oh, have you? From uh, Jimmy Allen. Hello, Jimmy Allen. He says, Hello, Ramblers. This weekend I was in the beautiful city of Budapest for a ah. friend Stagdo. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Oi, oi. Heads on. A lovely time has had by all. And to top it off, I got to see... Man of the people, he puts in inverted commas, <laughs> an all-round good guy, Marcus Speller, tucking into some pre-flight grub. Yeah, that he was eating, yeah. Yeah. Can I speculate as to what you were eating? Yeah, uh, I'm trying uh, to remember. All-day breakfast, no copper, orange Fanta, <laughs> no ingredients you couldn't buy in an off-license. Yeah, no sauce. <laughs> in, Absolutely. Within
2: the M25.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Is that right? V- barely <laughs> any moisture involved at <laughs> all. yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> Luton's outside the M25. Okay. Is he saying on the way in or the way out? Well, I think it's on
1: the way out. But basically... What well, on the way you... out,
0: there's
2: no all-day breakfast in
0: Budapest. Yeah, but I my reckon you want I to I like you sausages do? with you. Yeah. yeah They've
1: got fine sausages over there. Well, so you just
0: take a string of sausages with you to the airport, <laughs> no. like a cartoon dog. <laughs>
1: He says, what I'd like to know is, uh, was I correct telling my friends that it's rude to go and speak to somebody while they're halfway through a meal, as I had to battle the urge to make the great man himself with my awkward slash polite Britishness? Was great in inverted commas as well? <laughs> <laughs> he bottled it, basically, uh, which my friends all thought was hilarious. If
2: you see me pissed up on the continent, stay away. No, no, come, <laughs> come on, on, come um, on! No,
1: <laughs> of course he
2: could have come and said yeah. hello.
1: He says, what were you doing in Budapest alone and on an international weekend? I
2: was visiting the Pancho Arena. There we go. i got an invite from Victor. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Marcus can go where he wants. I think. more That's libelous. Let's move on. Again. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> Greece one, <laughs> Belgium two. <laughs> I love that you've literally taken over the hosting <laughs> juices now <laughs> to get away from this. <laughs> the Belgians are there. <laughs>
2: yeah, the, could, Belgians yeah, be my, ugh, the Belgians are oh, there! The Belgians Belgian. are qualified. Can
0: Pete be you for a bit? I was enjoying yeah. it. Oh my goodness.
2: Um, I'm still struggling to remember what I was eating. That's an, Oh, it was a slice of pizza. Good. There we are. I guess it <laughs> was, yeah. Meat feast. Uh, right, the Belgians are there. They beat feast. <laughs> 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 Picked out all the veggie bits. Uh, yeah. Didn't have the dip. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's technically a meal accoutrement <laughs> and I'm not getting involved. <laughs>
2: What do you mean you don't put gravy on a pizza? <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> oh dear. Um, Roberto
0: Martinez and Thierry have done it. Yes, yes! They have done it. This is what you get when you hire one of the best managers on earth. <laughs>
1: Martinez has done it.
0: The Belgians have won it. <laughs> Still
2: want him to host here? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm literally. But he's going to do it in a jazz style. Like I'm absolutely, i was doing, doing
1: the Homer Simpson uh, softball song from uh, The Simpsons. Oh, that, yeah. Do that in I'm, your own time, mate.
0: I'm trying to get the Belgian
1: official World Cup song. <laughs> Come on, guys! Come on, Belgium! <laughs> they've actually
2: done. Uh, they now. There's a side who have connected with their fans. I can't right. remember if I've said this before on a podcast, but a lot of the Belgian fans or a lot of Belgians would support. Maybe the Dutch or the French. They were a bit disillusioned right. with the national mm. team. And the national team, ha- they, they really worked hard, the Belgian FA, to reconnect the fans with the players and so on and so forth. And they, they've got a great support now. I mean, it helps that they've got one of
1: the best teams in Europe yeah. as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> weird how these two things have come along. Wow, what came oh, first? I really fancy this woman and she just happens to be a supermodel. <laughs> oh, what a surprise. <laughs>
2: Isn't that weird? What? Yeah, it (laughs) is now. That really (laughs) took a turn. (laughs) (laughs) What came first, the fans or the results? (laughs) We don't have time to answer that now. Um, Vertonghen and and Lukaku got the goals. Obviously, they did. Um, But um, They they joined Brazil, Mexico, Iran, Japan. I think um, Germany. Yeah, Germany there. They must be there. If they're not there, of course they're going to be there. And England, pretty much. But they're they're the ones that, at the the time of recording, are are, uh, confirmed. There may be one or two others, but I haven't been bothered to check. Uh, uh, Lukaku says he loves having Henri at Belgium and, and receiving his mentoring. Lukaku, he, when he scored, he did cut both both ears, didn't he? In front of the Greek support, have a bit of that, Grace. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll we'll put the ball in the your marbles. Net. Yeah, we're going to Russia next summer. <laughs> I think that was the vibe. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about Spain and Italy after the break.
1: I deeply regret the comments I made.
2: The Football Ramble Preview Show is out this Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell you that our best bet with Bet365 came in because England scored four goals against Malta. We predicted four goals or more against (laughs) Mm. the Maltese, and England did it, and they had a late flurry. (laughs) They stepped (laughs) up for us. I'm glad we didn't specify first half or second half. No. (laughs) Clever. It came in. It was a very. And that's clear, the main thing. Uh, well done, England, mm. and well done us. Well done, Prostic. Mm. Kinds of charities. Absolutely right. Mm. Absolutely right. So yes, the preview show will be out this Friday. Get your ears around that lot. Mm. We'll be talking about domestic football or club football, should I say? Mm. Back then. So that'll be something that you won't look forward to, Jim. Uh, Spain beat Italy three <laughs> 0 Isco is class. Oh, again. he's
0: brilliant, isn't he? Isco? not Like with Isco and Asensio, <laughs> they really look like they're about to sort of like just produce this uh, another generation of amazing players. Yeah, it's annoying, isn't it? No, it's great. <laughs> I miss Spain being brilliant. Be a bit more insular, man, for crying out loud! <laughs> Do you Get, know, it's the first thing that happened in the game was that um, someone passed a PK, and he got this like this huge sea of whistles. <laughs> it was incredible,
2: <laughs> silly sausage. Um, this was Italy's first loss in a qualifying match for a major tournament since se- September 2006. Wow, an incredible record! Over 50 matches—that's incredible. Came crashing to an end, though. I I found this game quite fascinating or quite strange, really, because the Italian manager Gian Piero. Ventura didn't seem that bothered at all after the press after the game in the press conference. And he said, oh, well, Spain were much better. They're a better side, so there was no point in talking about the result. Whereas hmm. they'd been fairly beaten 3-0. And you look at some of the Italians. I mean, some of the defending was very lackluster. I'm not yeah. saying that they didn't try. Of course I'm not saying that for crying out loud. Spain
0: but... were excellent, though. I mean, did you see um, Isco, Nutmeg, Verratti? Yeah,
2: but... Again, uh, uh, Ventura said uh, comments about that. It was very nice to watch that in the f- or see that in the flesh when he mm. nutmegged one of his own players. Strange, <laughs> a dispassionate Italian manager. I don't, I don't think we've seen that before. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Or Claudio Ranieri, maybe. <laughs> um, but it's it's strange. And, and he philosoph- philosophically said after the defeat, if we'd have won here and lost against Israel on Tuesday, we would have gone to the playoffs anyway. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Presumably if you'd well, be in Spain, you'd be like, brilliant, yeah. this sets up a top of the s- <laughs> spot. I I'm don't...
0: sure this is very popular back home as well, <laughs> his like, attitude. Well, but he his attitude has that slightly
2: l- leaked into the players' performance. I mean, I don't know, like when you play against Spain and they play like that, you know, as you often say to him, it's kind of quit hitting yourself kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, Italy weren't that bad and Spain were, were that good, but I, I just thought it was very strange. Very strange indeed. Nice to see David Villa.
0: Brought on in the dying minutes. <laughs> yeah. I love that they've flown him back from America for like two minutes. Yeah, you would though, wouldn't you? I mean, I, I can. It doesn't matter to me. I can sit back and enjoy it. All right then. Um, how about this
2: though? Uh, all this talk about World Cup and, and so on and so forth. According to reports, FIFA Delicate sent to the World Cup qualifiers are no longer given the luxury treatment. Mm. They're put up in three star hotels rather than five star hotels. So they know what uh, they know what we feel like. And they travel on the cheapest flights, too, no matter what time the flight is scheduled. No so they sure. definitely know how we feel. That like. we learn, yeah.
1: <laughs> They're not on the and the you know, 10 past 5 jobs, are they? They can't <laughs> be that... I bet it's not that early.
0: I
2: hope so. <laughs> well, are, well, whatever the cheapest flight is, skyscanner.com. <laughs> That's <laughs> what you're on, you on big
0: boy. I wonder what the motivation is, though. is it They'll do this for about a year or so and go, oh, can we go back to normal now? We've, oh, we've shown that we've, we've learned. We've has learned it, our lesson. Has it blown over? No,
2: we haven't no. had the cup in Qatar yet, yeah. yet yeah. <laughs> This will never blow over. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Something that won't blow over for at least another few moments is going for Glold. Yes, going for Glold is back
1: for another week without Luke. Some more chances to win, guys. You can get the jump on that hairy man. (laughs) <laughs> What's the scores at the moment? Oh, I'm you on You're on two. two Marcus, one, Jim's on two, one, one. one. Did you a... win one, uh, no, 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 no Marcus stole it one, in the last minute. Yeah. So uh, let's get on. Jack Beverly came up with these clues. So thank you very much, Jack Beverley. When we're going? I was born on December the 28th, 1990. <laughs> December the 28th. Yes, you don't know it. Why are you questioning it? 1990. I have Stop. Is it Jonathan Jobert, the Luxembourg goalkeeper? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. He's oh, much older that. than that. Uh, old. I have the same first name as one of the Ramblers. Hmm. I have played in England, Spain and Italy. So, 1990 was yeah. he was born. Okay. I've played in England, Spain and Italy. <clears throat> my grandfather played for Real Madrid and Spain and my father played for Barcelona, Atleti and Spain. Hmm. My Stop. no, no, no. Carry on. What were you going to say?
2: No, because it was it was
1: horrendously wrong. <laughs> Embarrassed myself. <laughs> I was Bolton's player of
0: the season in 2012-13. Bolton's player of the season in twenty twelve thirteen. Yep. Stop, Marcus Alon- Alonso.
1: It was Marcus Alonso. Congratulations,
0: Jim. Lord.
1: <laughs> Remaining uh, clues. Last summer, I cost £24 million when I left Fiorentina. I am my uh, current club's top goalscorer of the season as uh, the start of the international break just gone. Uh, I was convicted of involuntary manslaughter in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> Max Alonso there, <laughs> a Premier League winner.
2: Ah, well, well thank done,
1: you very too.
0: much, Jack Beverly, for those clues. I don't think Luke would have got that, so that's a fair win. <laughs> I, th- I thought that was the one you were going to go for, actually, um, initially, because it? it was just, a fa- it, it, to be honest, the first fa- Marcos I could think of.
2: Yeah. Mm. Is that? So, yeah. uh, what I'm saying is
0: I could have done it earlier, but yeah. I didn't. Well, I know, So Sorry, step
2: up your game, it's your, Speller. It's your humility that I love, Jim, <laughs> so much. Uh, that is the end of the Football Ramble, ladies and gentlemen, and for international football for another few weeks at least. We're, yeah. back, we're back in October. So something mm. for us all to look mm. forward to, I certainly will.
0: <laughs> I forget exactly when it's... Whenever it's the most infuriating, that's yeah. when the international breaks tend to pop up, isn't it? Yeah, that's in the
2: tournaments, Jim, when they oh, yeah. <laughs> get their bottoms handed to them. And speaking of bottoms... Let's
1: get as dry as old bumholes. That's what the international break means, but not this week, because we've got the Premier League back on Friday. I don't know what you mean, but yep. you're right, the Premier League is back. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Let, let's get as dry as old bumholes.
1: Yeah. Just
0: want to.
1: That's oh. what international break means to a lot of people, so luckily we're back at the Premier League kick this Friday. I There'd wish be... I'd
0: have just done the goodbyes. Pretty sure. <laughs> well, sh- maybe you
1: should have. Maybe you should have been a bit more efficient yeah. with the way you were using your
2: words. I don't yeah. want you
1: to
0: host anymore.
1: <laughs>
2: Yes, it's my fault, isn't it? It is not it Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. I'll say goodbye on your behalf, Peter. Um, Let's not blame this on Luke. It was the international weekend. Indeed, and it's goodbye from me.